time, 9.06 for the Tom Kearney Show Friday night version, uh, where we usually do trivia. I'm Tom Kearney. Usually my brother Stephen is with us on Friday nights, but he's got the night off tonight, so it's just going to be me. And what we're going to do, I hope, is have a nice, comfortable show where I present you with some trivia questions, and you might even present me with it present me with a trivia question, or me and my audience, you can join us at 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Jason is at the control board. We're live and in real time, and we'll be with you until 10 o'clock. Um, <clears throat> what I decided to do tonight was to, <clears throat> excuse me, why does that always happen right at the beginning of the program? Sit here for 30 minutes and don't have to cough, and then all of a sudden, once we're on the air, we have to do, that, to do that. What I thought we would do tonight is some of my favorite trivia questions that I have uh, presented over the years. Some of you may have already heard them and may have answered them, and that means you can hold back a little and give somebody else a chance. But this only works if you go to your telephone and dial us up at 919-860-WPTF. So you have to participate. 919-860-WPTF. Uh, one of my favorite trivia questions over the years has to do with uh, the uh, land within some of the states of the United States. There are a number of states. Uh, well, I will tell you there are actually six states of the 50 states that uh, do not have a promontory or any place in the state where the uh, land rises to more than 1,000 feet above sea level. So everything is less than 1,000 feet, and some, in fact, uh the highest point is something verging on uh, verging on sea level. So what I want to, the, you to do, if you can, is to call in and see if you can come up with the six. If you can only come up with part of them, that will be all right, too. Some of them are easy. Others are less easy. One reason I've always liked this question is when it was presented to me or when I heard it on the radio or wherever I heard it, I figured it out. It's possible to think about this question and come up with the answer. So the tri first trivia question tonight has to do with the height of the land in various states. And there are six states in the 50 in which the height of the highest point is less than 1,000 feet. 919-860-9783. Jason will take your call, put it on hold, and let us know that you're ready, and we'll talk to you then. <clears throat> and Jason, when the calls come in, as they sustain us, do let us hear. So 919-860-WPTF. As a kind of addendum to that question, choosing now not the 50 states, but the 48 of what they, call, they used to call the lower 48, what is the tallest mountain in the lower 48 states? What is the tallest mountain in the lower 48 states? <clears throat> when I was young, everybody knew this, but since Hawaii and Alaska have been added, the, the, the highest mountain inside the United States has changed, and it is another mountain, in fact, uh, in one of the, the new states. And so this older, highest mountain in the lower 48 has not been played up as much and may be more difficult to come up with. One of the things that I forgot to tell you, I've been on a little bit of practice because, as some of you know, I was away for about three months uh, recovering from a broken leg, uh, is that in doing the... Uh, trivia questions on Tom Kearney's show trivia programs, you cannot look up the answer. You cannot use an electronic device. That thing that seems to be permanently attached to many people's hands is passe. You cannot use it here. So you have to come up with the answer out of your head. You cannot use a, a PC. You cannot use a, 
any kind of computer. You cannot even pull a standard old printed record book down from the wall. So see if you can come up with the answer to what is the tallest mountain inside the what used to be called the lower 48 states. And also, what are the six states who have a promontory no higher than 1,000 feet within their borders? Some of them are virtually at sea level. <clears throat> 919-860-9783. <clears throat> Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain. And, and don't don't forget that question now. And if you know, think you know the answer, there's nothing wrong with an educated guess. Queen Elizabeth of uh, Great Britain, uh, some years back, I think three or four years, I remember we, we did a program memorializing it, uh, passed the record. I think the record was 63 plus year, 63 and change, so to speak, that Queen Victoria set when she uh, was on the British throne between 1837 and 1901. And our own Queen Elizabeth uh, made her accession to the throne in 1952 and, of course, still occupies the British throne. So let's do a little math there. That's 48 and 10, 58, 68 years that uh, I think February, the anniversary was in February at some time. Her coronation was actually in, I think, June of 1853, but she had technically been the Queen of England since her father had died in early 1952. Uh, what I want to know is, when she quits being the Queen, and she's Queen Elizabeth, not just Queen Elizabeth, but Queen Elizabeth II, the first one was back in the 16th century, uh, at the time that the American colonies were being, uh, were being established. But when Queen Elizabeth passes and is no longer on the throne, who will be the king? Who will be the king when Queen Elizabeth passes away? And uh, what will we call him? Does anyone have the answer? 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Who will be the person who accedes to the British throne on the death of Queen Elizabeth? What is the highest mountain in the lower uh, 48? And uh, what are what are the six states in the fifty states who have uh, no no higher promontory than a thousand feet? In fact, uh, the the sixth one I think is about eight hundred feet, so it's still two hundred feet less. And you can you can actually figure this one out. Jason, I am assuming since I have not heard from you that we have not had any uh, any callers come in yet. We actually have Todd who just called in. Okay, Todd just called in. Okay, well, give us Todd, and we'll talk to him, and, and perhaps some others will join us along the way. Todd, good evening. Good evening, Tom. It's, it's, it's great to finally talk to you again. I had no idea about you about your broken leg. Well, we, we, we didn't do a lot of publicity. In fact, we didn't do any publicity, and uh, I just uh, decided to to just let it go at that. And some people figured out what had happened, and. Uh, it was nice to hear from from, from uh, a number of, of callers, but I don't hold it for against anybody. It was just up to me then to uh, get well between the hospital and the rehabilitation center that I went to as quickly as I could and hopefully get back here. But uh, I appreciate uh, hearing your voice, and it's uh, one that I'm, of course, very familiar with, and I want to know if you know the answer to one of these questions. Uh, yes, I do. I know the answer to the last question about who will succeed uh, Queen Elizabeth II, whenever she uh, steps down or passes away, and that would be her uh, oldest son, of course, which would be uh, uh, Charles, Prince of Wales. 
Okay, and we will call him not the Prince of Wales then because he will be the king, but like uh, right. uh, most uh, rulers, when they share the same name as a predecessor, he will be known as Charles the Blank. Now, do you know what, what his number will be? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, that's that's why uh, this, uh, there's a trap here. Right. And, uh, uh, but, uh, well, I can take more. a wild guess. Take a wild guess, and if you don't get it right, we'll invite someone else to, right. to join in on it. I'll say Charles the Sixth. Ah, uh, no, not Charles the Sixth. That's not that's not correct. But uh, mm. now you have to listen to the. Re- I know you go to bed early, so uh, and uh, you can tell if you're a new listener to our program that Todd and I are friends, and I know his habits. And uh, but he's got to stay awake now and find out <laughs> what, what number it is. <laughs> We've got him. But, Todd, it's good to hear from you, and I hope you'll join us whenever you can, okay? Well, it's good talking to you, Tom. It's great to hear you boys. Thank you very much. All right. Todd, uh, he's often the first caller in on our program when, when we put out a trivia question. And he's right, that when Queen Elizabeth II passes away, her oldest son, as is the, the rule, will become the King of England, and his name is Charles. But he is, uh, I'll tell you, not the first Charles to be King of England. And what I want to know is, when we say, will we say Charles the what, or will we say Charles the what? It is not, as I told Todd, it is not Charles the sixth. But that was that was a good answer, uh, a good a good try at an answer. So that's that's how the program works. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, we got Anthony on Broadway on line two. Okay, Anthony on Broadway, and he's down in the same general part of the world that Todd comes from. Uh, Anthony, I've missed talking to you recently too, as a matter of fact. Uh, yes, uh, good to talk yeah. with you again live and, as they say, in living color, Tom. <laughs> in real time, let's just say I was that. sorry about your broken leg, but uh, it's good that you are on the mend now. Well, thank you very much. I went through the rehabilitation thing. That took three long months, and uh, like most Americans, I was locked in, if you know what I mean. But I was I double locked in. I was locked in. The, the facility completely, and actually nobody could visit me, uh, like my wife couldn't visit me, and nobody could come in. So oh, I'm, wow. I came home two weeks ago, so I've really been glad to be here and get a chance to talk to some folks like you. Do you know the answer to one of our questions? Well, I'm going back to the one that uh, Todd uh, kind of missed out since I taught history. He would be, I think, Charles III, would he not? He would be Charles III. Now, I presented, I sometimes test my questions, on Mrs. Kearney, and as she admitted, she'd been away from her history books for a while. But uh, uh, can you tell us any any of the story uh, that would would indicate uh, why it would be Charles the Third? What well, what she asked was, has there been another Charles? And of course, there has been. There have been at least two. Obviously, uh, well, do you know Charles, anything about them? Charles the First. Uh, he ended his reign in 1649. <laughs> in a, a dispute between the Roundheads and Cavaliers. Uh, it was the English Civil War. He got his head cut off. Yep, he's the one one place where we have a, a, a bear of royalty who loses his head. And uh, he, uh, now, it now was Charles, really a, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Charles II <laughs> was in the uh, era of time of 1660. Now, there's a lot of confusion here, but he's the one that chartered North Carolina, or the Carolinas, and that's where Carolina gets its name because the Latin for Charles is Carolus. So that's exactly. that's that story. Well, let me let me add just a little bit to it because, like you, I'm a former history teacher. Uh, 
there was a 10-year, 12-year period uh, uh, called the interregnum, and I can I lost the name now of the of the uh, the uh, Protestant leader who uh, you know you're supposed to know this because you're younger than I am who ruled. Uh, uh, his son was named Richard. Just to show you that that my mind. Uh, Oliver Cromwell. Uh, uh, Oliver Cromwell. It was in there. I just I have a whack a mole brain these days. Sometimes the, the fact I won't pops up. Sometimes it doesn't. But Oliver Cromwell ruled uh, in the period between uh, Charles the First and Charles the Second. And when right. Charles the Second got back on the throne, he rewarded some of the the military personnel who had helped him take the country over again with uh, with uh, uh, land. And that's the, the land grant uh, that you're talking about that went to the Lord's proprietors, as they were called. And uh, sometimes right. you can find the Duke of Albemarle was one of them, and you can see what happened to his name. He ended up with it on part of North Carolina. And they were the ones who got the grant of the Carolinas, and, and most of them kept their land until the early, well, until about 1731, they turned it back over to the king. Only one of them kept it after that. But that's where the name, uh, uh, as you said, Carolus, uh, is Latin for for Charles. And that's where we got the Carolina from, is from Charles II. Uh, I have one more thing, and then I'll let you go, because I know you've probably got to take a break. Um, okay. If Elizabeth lives as long as her mother did, she will become the longest ruling monarch ever on Earth, because... Uh, Louis the Fourteenth served seventy-two years, and if she lives as long as her mother, she will eclipse that at seventy-three. So, I'm yeah, Louis the Fourteenth. Let's point out was the king of France in yeah. uh, like the seventeenth century, and you're exactly. exactly right. He served for seventy-two years. Uh, she's got uh, say forty-eight, sixty-eight years now. So she's got about four or five more years to go. But uh, exactly. And yeah. but uh, Charles the Third will uh, become the king. Now Charles is kind of like Ed, Edward the Seventh, who was Victoria's son. Uh, he wanted to be king, but he had to wait for his mother to die, and it took almost forever. He was <laughs> in his seventies, I think, when he became king. I think he was king from like uh, 1903 to 1910 or so, or 1912, something like that. Uh, yeah, you but... see. <clears throat> Victoria was another one of those tough uh, cookies. Yes. Uh, we had mega presidents while she was on the throne, and it's like I, I went through one day and told them, I said, starting with like Martin Van Buren up to Teddy Roosevelt, they said, you're kidding. I said, no, she was on the throne that long. It just went on and on and on. And it did. She, uh, she was a tough cookie, too, and, and that's why the 19th century generally in Western European history is called the Victorian era. And her exactly. her view of the world uh, 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 had a lot to do with the view that uh, the, the societies took at the time. Well, Anthony, thank you for joining us tonight. We're 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 going to extend this question that you answered, but but you're not eligible. And that is when Charles, the if Charles, for instance, doesn't live long enough, who will become the king then? And that's okay. the next thing we want to know. Okay, good thank to, you. Good to hear you again, and you have a great evening. Join us when you can. Thank you. Yes, sir. Anthony, News Radio 680 WPTF. We're going to take a real quick break now. If you are aligned to, dial us up and see if you can answer the question. If Charles, the, if Charles, the son of uh, Queen Elizabeth, does not 
live long enough to, to be on the throne, or if he does take the throne but dies, who will be the king then? Who is next in line? I'm, I'm asking you. We're just extending this question, and we'll wait for your answer at 919-860-9783. We'll be back in a couple of three minutes. News Radio 680 WPTF 925 on a Friday night, live and in real-time radio. The Tom Kearney Show, Friday night edition, as usual. Uh, we're doing a little bit of trivia tonight, and uh, I'll rehash the question that we were dealing with beforehand, and that is uh, we were dealing with the question of British royalty, and we have discovered from one of our listeners that if Queen Elizabeth II, currently sitting on the British throne, dies, she will be succeeded by Charles, her son, who will be known as Charles III, because he, in the, uh, the uh, let's see, uh, the 17th century, the 1600s, there were Charles I, who lost his head, quite literally, and Charles II, who resumed the throne and uh, uh, served on the throne from uh, 1660 to 1685. And uh, so uh, Charles the, the Third will become king. Now, if Charles doesn't live long enough, and the, the possibility exists, or he, he rules for a very short time, what I want to know now is who will succeed Charles III on the British throne. What will be his name, and will he have a number? Will he have a name that you know him by that has already been taken by some British king at some time in the past? And will he have a number? Uh, so you can join us at 919-860-9783. An earlier question that we presented had to do with American geography, and it's really one of my fam- fam- favorite questions because I, uh, I heard it one time and I actually figured the answer out, and I was proud of myself, and it, it stuck in my memory because of that. There are in the uh, 50 states of the United States of America six states in which the highest point is less than 1,000 feet. There are six states in which the highest point is less than 1,000 feet, and what I would like for you to tell me is what they are. And if you think, well, I don't know them all, well, start and see how many you can come up with, and then we'll add another caller later who knows maybe some more or has figured out some more. 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, the six states that have, in which the highest point is less than uh, 1,000 feet. Now, the highest point in, in North Carolina is, uh, I think, 6,684 feet, and it's the top of the highest mountain east of the Mississippi River. And uh, you are supposed to know that if you're a native Carolinian, and if you're a new one, you're supposed to have learned it uh, as a, the price for becoming a Carolinian. I'm, of course, pulling your leg, but we'll see if anybody knows what the highest point east of the Mississippi is because it is one of the promontories in the state of North Carolina. But really what we're interested in is those states in which the highest point is less than 1,000 feet. There are six. And if you think of peninsulas, that will help you get on the way. Uh, and uh, if you think about it, you usually can come up with the answer. As an extension or a footnote to that question, it occurred to me that when I was just a kid, everybody knew the name of the mountain in the United States that was the tallest mountain in what was called the Lower 48. That that excludes, well, they were not states at that time, Alaska and uh, Hawaii, but in the Lower 48, uh, uh, what was the, the highest mountain? And it is in the state, by the way, as the, the lowest point uh, in, in the United States. Uh, 
the highest point at that time, the highest and lowest points in the United States when we only had 48 states was in the same state. The lowest point is still the same place, and it's 282 feet below sea level, and you probably know where that is. And if you want to show off, you can dial up 919-860-WPTF and tell us that. But what I'm looking for here as an extension of our question on the elevation of uh, areas in various states is what is the tallest mountain? in the lower 48 states. Uh, Mrs. Kearney, I tested her out, and she guessed that it was in the Rockies, and I had to tell her that it was not in the Rockies, but it is in, well, I won't say where it is because that might give it away. But if you know the answer, 919-860-9783. So you've got a couple of American geography questions and one that has to do with British royalty. And uh, there's nothing wrong with an educated guess. It would be good if we have not heard from you, as we had not heard from Todd and Anthony, if you could join us and uh, announce yourself, 919-860-WPTF. In the meantime, we need to check and find out what's going on in the world. So in just a few seconds here, we're going to join the news and be right back after that. Ah, I'm 33, it is Radio 680 WPTF. Uh, 680 on the AM and now 98.5 on the FM. And what I've already done is uh, over on the FM side where you can set the buttons to uh, give you uh, automatic reception. Uh, I have already put one of my buttons on 98.5 so I can listen to it on AM or or FM. Being an old a- AM guy, I probably will stay with that. But occasionally, uh, being a radio guy, I like to sort of tune around. So AM 680 or FM 98.5 for WPTF. Tom Kearney's Friday Night Trivia Show, Just Tom Tonight, with some of my favorite trivia questions along the way. And and one thing that I wanted to try, and I've tried it a couple of times, and it has worked with some success, uh, the, uh, the World Almanac is one of my favorite books. And when you look at the World Almanac, they have a section devoted to each state, and under each state they list the names of what they call some famous, well, for North Carolina, they would have some famous Carolinians. And what I want to do is to read you the, the name names of some famous people from a particular state and see if you can tell me what state they are, in fact, from. And I probably will do two of these real quickly, and then we'll talk to uh, Flo and Joe. Uh, uh, these people are all from a certain state, and I expect you to be able to tell me uh, the name, I'm just going to read a few of them. Ethan Allen, Phineas T. Barnum, G.W. Bush, George W. Bush, uh, Samuel Colt, that might be a dead giveaway, Jonathan Edwards, Nathan Haas, uh, Catherine Hepburn is from this state, Isaac Hall, and Robert Mitchum. Tell me what state these people are from, and you will have answered our trivia question. I'll save the other one for a little bit later. Our number is 919-860-9783 if you know what state Samuel Colt was from, and Robert Mitchum, and uh, Catherine Hepburn, 919-860-WPTF. Hello, how are you tonight? Um, I am very well, and I'm glad to see you're quite well, too. I was really beside myself when I couldn't find you anywhere. So I inquired, and I inquired, and I inquired. Did he pass from this life, or what on earth has happened to him? Well, I'm I felt sorry. much better when I realized that you'd be back. You just had a little mishap, and you'll be back with us. And I'm so happy you're back. Thank God. Thank, back you. thank you, Florence. I, uh, I really appreciate that. I've tried to figure out how to deal with it, and uh, there was no way I could just go to the computer and 
and I will have to figure out how to do this in the future and click and say, this is what has happened to Tom. But I did something stupid, and I broke my leg, and, and it was my fault. It was, others have said it was just an accident, but I, I should have known better than to do what I did. Well, God that. bless you, Tom, and thank, thankfully you're back with us safe and sound. Okay, thank you. Do you want to answer one of the I questions? I well? go. I think I go royalty rather than geography. Okay, um, royalty. So we would have William next. And uh, does he have I a number? His number would be number five. Uh, that's exactly right. And I had but, to recalculate but it. But you've got to remember, we always assume that they take the, no the name that they are called by. They don't right. necessarily do that. You were exactly Charles right. And, uh, Charles might not take the name Charles. That's right. One of the examples of that is um, the Edward VIII, who abdicated. Uh, he was not normally called Edward by his family. Uh, Charles's uh, grandfather was Albert Arthur Frederick George. His last name was actually George, and he became King Charles VI. Yes, so yes. We, we, you're exactly right. We we never can tell exactly what they're going That's to choose. Exactly right. But one, of the th one other thing that has happened to the children of William... The rule of primogeniture has been changed also. I think Tony Blair changed that. So right now, well, what can happen now that couldn't have happened? Yes. Pardon me? Sons, boys took um, precedence over girls. Now it's right. just the order in which you come, irrespective of your sex. His, his daughter, he has a son, then he had a daughter, and I think then he had a son, but the daughter normally would have been put at the end of the line. But now she Correct. All comes the boys the... took precedence over the girls. Right, but now... And so it no longer applies since I think Tony Blair changed it, so... That's yeah, exactly. Well, that, well, we get to do a little history lesson tonight, Florence. Oh, Thank yes. you. I love that. Tom, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, well, I hope they'll be playing baseball soon, Florence. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. And I hope Thank the Red Sox will win, of course. Well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to pass <laughs> on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Florence. Thank you. Uh, you can tell Flo and I have been friends for a long time. We've been doing this show, oh, going on 32 years, and she's been a listener most of the time, and we're pleased whenever we hear her voice. A guy who came along somewhere in that 32 years is my friend who lives in Cary, but is sort of an eastern North Carolinian. Uh, his name is Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hey, Tom. It's good to hear so many familiar voices on there tonight. I, and it's good to hear yours. And I think I—I I don't know wh whether we've talked since I came back, but I got a card from you, and I was pleased to get it. Yeah, uh, we talked a couple of la sometime last week. Yeah, good. Yeah, but it's yeah, good yeah. to hear from you. And in fact, you told me about uh, some rattlesnake skin that you had, uh, <laughs> had dug up from somewhere. Yeah. We, we're still going to have to have that day, and we won't do it on the radio because it's just between me and you. When. You explained to me how you know all about people from my hometown, but anyway, yeah, uh, it's okay. good. Okay. Uh, what uh, what question, or do you have a question you're going to answer tonight? Uh, I'm going to attempt the uh, six states that are below a thousand foot in elevation. Okay, let's try those. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Rhode Island? Rhode Island, and it's uh, it's a natural because you can you can sit on the beach and drive straight. To the border with uh, Connecticut or Massachusetts, and it only, it's only about forty-five miles. You don't you don't have much time to get up in the air very far. And, yeah, and and I'm not sure about Connecticut or Massachusetts. I don't know enough about them to. Well, they they are not among the ones yeah. that. Uh, and, they, and in, coming down the coast, uh, probably Delaware. You're right. You're right there, Delaware. Uh, you picked a, a peninsula. 
And, and so uh, that's that's two. Yeah, and uh, I I believe that western part of Maryland is above a thousand feet. So oh would, yes, when you get over around Cumberland, Maryland, you're up a little bit higher than that. That's exactly yeah. right. So, and uh, it, I assume Florida is one of them. It is. It is. Florida is one of the ones. I think it's about the highest place is like 400 feet or something. It's somewhere yeah. uh-huh. in Florida. And, uh, going around the Gulf there, there's a possibility that uh, Mississippi and Louisiana, uh, but I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure how high it is up there around Corinth in that area in Mississippi. Well, actually, I'm going to, I'm gonna, since you, you're there, that's what I figured out. I tried to figure out ones that were you know, down at sea level. I think the highest point in Louisiana is about 25 feet. But uh, <laughs> there is there is a place in Mississippi that goes up to about 800 feet, but there is no place above 800 feet. Uh, yeah. But what is it, five of them? Uh, I think that's all of them that we that we need, if, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, we've got uh, Rhode Island, Delaware, Florida, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Do we have one that we that I've missed there somewhere? You, you said yeah, there were six, six of them. Yeah, there were six of them. I'm going to have to go back and think about that. And it's, you think about it and, and let me know. And call uh, me back. And let uh, me know. There's a possibility that South Carolina. I'm not sure how high South Carolina gets up in there. Uh, I think because of the Appalachians and the tail of them, you, even when you get down to South Carolina and and into Alabama. Is above a thousand feet. Yeah, no, Alabama and Georgia both are, but I'm I'm not sure on the South Carolina there. Okay, well maybe that's the one that that I missed from the from the answers, but it's good to hear from you, and it's good that you got a question that you can deal with tonight. And thank <laughs> you for 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 joining us. I've yeah, it's, it's amazing the useless trivia a lot of us have got stored up in our heads. Well, it's kind of fun to to give you something to think about when you're dawdling, and that's. What I was doing today, I was waiting for Mrs. Kearney, and I was thinking of, uh, and I decided what we would do tonight is some of my favorite questions. The one about British royalty is one of my favorites, and this one that you and I were dealing with is one of my favorites. Yeah, I've got know. one left, and you can't answer it now, but you probably know the answer to the mountain that is the tallest in the lower 48 states. And don't I, say the I answer. Do, I do not know the mountain. I know where the uh, lowest place is, but uh, I can't for the life of me think of the mountain. Well, when I was young, and I, you and I are about, I'm a little older than you probably. but uh, I'm older than you. I'm 83 years old. Okay, you are older. You're about four years older. No, more than that. Uh, let me see, four, seven years older than I am. So yeah. we're, we're a couple of moldy oldies there, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, when I was young, we all knew that, you know, because it was 48 states then. And, uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, I I knew it, but I, I can't remember what it is. Okay. Uh, well, I, we may get to it tonight, but we need to give somebody else a chance at it. But thank you for joining us. Can we talk about Lewis Point or not? Pardon me? Can we talk about the Lewis Point in the United States? Yeah, no, no, we didn't, but we can if you want to name it. Yeah, yeah it's, it? uh, it's Death Valley there in California. Yeah. And, uh, I think there's a little place called Inyo or Io or something like that. It's just a high spot in the road, but it's a near. I think it's near Bristow, California, but it's 282 feet below yeah. sea level. I don't know. And, We've been out there three or four times, but I don't remember whether we got to specifically the Lewis Point or not. But we were out there probably six, ten years ago when they had all that rain and had the wildflowers blooming. Right. That was unbelievable. 
Well, the weather in California is something else because it, when it rains, it rains, and then it doesn't rain, you know, for for, <laughs> for, for a long time. But yeah, uh, yeah. landslides and uh, and uh, but it, but it's seasonal. But uh, the guys in the wine country were telling me that it, you can count on it. Just about on a certain day, it's going to start raining. And, uh, yeah. And, and but anyway, so much for that. I'm going to bid you adieu now. We're going to take a break, and we're going to move along. But, Joe, take care, okay? Okay, good talk with Tom. Have a good weekend, bud. You too. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe is one of our radio family, and the way you become a radio member of our radio family is you dial us up at 919-860-9783. What is that mountain, the one that I uh, mentioned to Joe, that, it, it, that when we were young, before uh, Alaska and uh, Hawaii became the Forty ninth. Uh, well, actually, Hawaii is the fiftieth state, and you know how I remember that Hawaii five zero. That's the the way I can I can never before I got that straight in my mind remember which one of them went first and which one second. One was added in I think fifty nine, and the other in nineteen sixty, and they were added uh, uh, a part of the year different from the fourth of July. But it's on the fourth of July that the, that the the star is added to the flag. And I'm hoping we can get a visit from our flag experts because Flag Day is not this weekend, but in fact next weekend. I think it's June 14th, and we want to commemorate that and we want to remember that. In the meantime, we'll be back on News Radio 680 WPTF. Radio 680 WPTF 948. It's Friday night. Let me look at my computer. It's June 5th. Uh, Last night, our guest, or the night before last, it was two nights ago, was Dr. Joe Cadell, our resident military historian, and we we talked about the background of D-Day and the anniversary of D-Day, the 76th anniversary, will in fact be tomorrow. So if you don't do anything else, uh, give that a little bit of a a nod of the head and, and remember all the the things that were going on on the the beaches of Normandy uh, uh, 76 years ago today. And uh, uh, Dr. Cadell really presented us with a good program. What we're doing tonight is trivia, and I read uh, 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 some prominent people from a certain state to you a little earlier. I'm going to read them again. Ethan Allen, Phineas T. Barnum, George W. Bush, Samuel Colt. That should be a giveaway there. Jonathan Edwards. Nathan Hale, Matthew uh, Hepburn, uh, in fact, uh, Catherine, uh, not not Matthew, Catherine Hepburn. Uh, what state are we talking about? Those are prominent people from that particular state. And we want to know the mountain that was the tallest in the lower, 60, lower 48 uh, that existed before uh, Alaska and uh, Hawaii joined the Union. In the meantime, I think... Uh, Jason told me that Hank was going to be on the line with us here. Hank, good evening. Hank? And I think, again, uh, I heard that comment about Louisiana being 25 feet. Now, come on now. Well, I said it might be. Uh, so what, what do you think it is? It's probably 500-something feet. I mean, Oh, I this is Hank Degree. Wait a minute. I can't listen to you. <laughs> You have to subtract feet, you because know, New Orleans is below sea level, so you have to take that off. All right. I, I'm going to have to go look. I'll, I'll see if I've got the figures here, and I'll see 
if I can figure out what it is. This is high degree, isn't it? Yes, sir. I'll see you next week. I, I, I hope so. We've got to figure out a way we can do this because uh, we're having to do things differently. But I've been thinking about you and and uh, your colleague and the way we can get to talk about the flag. But I'll, I'm going to look this up and see if I can figure. It's hard to look up something while you're on on the radio, but I think I maybe can find this uh, thing, the page that has the heights and and depths, uh, Hank. But uh, it, it, I guess it must be more than 25 feet. But, Hank, thanks for calling me on this, and we'll see what we can come up yeah, with. Yeah, well, and the highest mountain out there is Mount Whitney in California. Thank you. How many How many feet? Oh, it's 14,000 feet, and uh, I know it aggravated everybody in Colorado because they, you know, they <laughs> had so many over 14,000 feet, and this one mountain from California snuck in there and got them. And, they, uh, and when you and I were young, that was the one that everybody memorized as being the tallest yeah, one in yeah. the United States. Yeah. Well, I look for Hank yeah. is one of our flag experts, and I hope he can be with us. I've got to figure out what day we can do it and how we can do it, Hank, but uh, we'll we'll get it done somehow, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Take good care, yourself, Tom. Uh, for about the last 15 years, Hank Degree has been one of the people who joined us to commemorate Flag Day, which is June 14th. A lot of people just let that particular day go by. I am told that my friend Walker, who listens to us uh, in D.C., they don't have any good radio stations there, so he listens to WPTF. He's on the line. Walker, good evening. Good evening. Uh, you and I were in the same geography class, so I was going to, if you probably paid attention, I was going to go with Mount Whitney also. But <laughs> also, you were asking earlier, I think Catherine Hepkins from Connecticut, as I remember. That's right. Yeah. So you, the state that I was trying to describe was, in fact, Connecticut. Uh, um uh, looking at uh, the figures for, hold on just a second so that I don't lose my mind here. Uh, oh, for Hank Degree, who just left us, Walker, 535 feet is the highest point, and I just uh, left one of the figures out when I read those figures uh, back at the beginning of the program. But uh, Numerically uh, dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, the letters don't come out the way they're supposed to. Do you have a trivia question for us? I'm sorry? I say, do you have a trivia question for us? I don't have a trivia question. Uh, I have a number of them, but I got the same whack-a-mole brain that just none popped up. But I just uh, thought I would call and also say, welcome back. Hope the leg is better. We missed you. Yes, well, thank you, Walker. And uh, I'll be talking to you along the way. And thank you for joining us tonight. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay. News Radio 680 WPTF, uh, Tom Kearney here with uh, some uh, uh, trivia questions. And I do want to say that Hank Degree, who called, uh, he's a native of New Orleans, I hope I said that right, uh, certainly a native of Louisiana. And uh, when I said that the highest point in Louisiana was uh, 30, 25 or 35 feet, it was actually 535 feet, and I just got my numbers, uh, I got one of my numbers I left out. and so, But it was one, Louisiana is one of the states in which the highest point is less than 1,000 feet. And uh, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, Florida, Delaware, uh, and uh, Rhode Island were the, the states who had the highest point less than 1,000 feet. Uh, that's pretty much uh, what we have in our trivia game tonight. Uh, we will have uh, 
uh, trivia every Friday night of one sort or another, and we hope you'll join us then and become a member of our radio family. Uh, and, and within a couple of weeks, in fact, the next time Jason, who is our producer tonight, is the producer of the program, uh, we're going to do some some of our rock and roll music trivia where we play just a few notes of the record and let you guess what the particular song is. But Jason will not be with us next week, but we will be here, and my brother Stephen will probably join us next week with some perhaps movie or television trivia. Next week also, we want to know want you to know that uh, Pam Beck, who is our gardening person, is going to be our guest on Wednesday night. He's going to be talking about flowers and gardens in, in North Carolina and other parts of the South. Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Suzanne Brown from the Visit North Carolina program, uh, part of travel and tourism, about uh, places to have a stay vacation in North Carolina. And I was inspired because of my recent accident to ask her if she could do some talking about places that are uh, designed to be accessible to those people who perhaps are physically handicapped in some way. And uh, and so that will be a part of our program. I think Suzanne is going to be with us on Tuesday night. Dr. Edward Funkhauser will be presenting part three of his uh, necrology uh, next uh, Thursday night, as far as I know. And that's a record of uh, those who have passed away but who deserve to be remembered. And this time he's going to be talking about sports figures, local and otherwise, who have passed away over the last three months. While I was recovering in the rehabilitation center, he was at his desk working away, collecting the names of those who had left us. Uh, and uh, so we will be talking about people such as Kenny Rogers, who is an entertainer, uh, some entertainers, some sports figures coming up. So that's what's going to be coming up next week here on News Radio 680. Every night between 9 and 10, we'll be here with a little bit of live and in real-time radio, real radio, and we thank all those people who called in tonight and answered questions. And we'll talk to you again Monday night following the 9 o'clock news. You can keep the dime.